On today's first round KO, I talk about every game from week one in the NFL. Let's get it. Welcome to the most must-hear sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I'm your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers, a.k.a. The Cleaner KO. And I am here today to talk about NFL Week 1. Man, I'm glad football is back. Oh, my goodness. I just got done. Uh, so I just recorded with Connor for his podcast, Sports and More. Check that out. Uh, link in the description below for his Twitter page. That episode should be up Wednesday, whenever you're listening to it. By the time you're listening to this, it's probably already up. Um, so definitely go check that out. Me and Connor did. Um, we did overreactions for every game. We basically just went through every game, picked an overreaction for either team. Super fun to listen to. I think it, I think it's a very fun episode. And at the end, we do real-life Madden li- ratings, where it's just... <laughs> Really fun conversations about ourselves. So definitely go check that out when you're done listening to this. Uh, link in the description, like I said. Um, but yeah, I I just got done talking about football and I want to talk more football because, man, week one was amazing. And not, I mean, all of Sunday was super fun. We had two overtime games. We had another tie in week one, which is crazy. Monday night football was incredible to watch. Um the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm super excited about just the football season in general because football's back and it's the best time of the year for sure. So um, I this will probably be a quicker podcast like most of them are going to be unless I have a guest on. But um, yeah, I already talked about the Thursday night Packer Bear game. Uh, you can go check out the last episode for that. I, ch- I talked about it at the beginning. Even though it was a preview episode, there were some technical difficulties, but you'll you'll see. I talk about the Bears-Packer game, um, so go check that out for my review or for my reaction to that game. But we're gonna start out in Jacksonville. The Jacksonville Jaguars lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, forty to twenty-six. Patrick Mahomes had a game. Uh, Nick Foles went down. The big story of the game: Nick Foles out for the well, out for. I think they're putting him on IR. Hopefully, he'll return. Is what it's looking like. But a broken clavicle, I believe it was, um, which he had to have surgery on on Monday. So yeah, uh, I don't know. Big takeaways from Gardner Minshew Jr. I think he's gonna not Gardner Minshew the second. Sorry, um, I really like him as a Jacksonville fan. I'm actually okay with him like obviously I want Nick Foles like I don't we're not going to be as good of a team without Nick Foles but if Gardner Minshew can play close to the level that he played on Sunday he looked really good 22 of 25 um and only only one pick I think he threw a pair of touchdowns yeah he threw a pair of touchdowns uh 275 yards he looked good and the Leonard Fournette didn't look like the old Leonard Fournette but he's he's looking better than he was um, I, I like the young receiving core. It's going to be iffy throughout the season, but I like it. And that defense, you know, we let up 40 points, but it's Patrick Mahomes and it was Sammy Watkins and it was Travis Kelsey. We're going to let up a lot of points on that game. So I'm not too, I'm not too worried about 
Jacksonville uh, about their team. I think they're going to be a good team. I think a lot of people are going to look at this game and say, especially with Nick Falls being down, people are going to write Jacksonville off. I think Jacksonville is going to be a good team this year. But on the other side, Patrick Mahomes looking like his MVP self, he's going to make a case to be a back-to-back MVP for sure. 378 yards and three touchdowns. Didn't get sacked once. Now, the biggest thing is Patrick's going to have to stop looking for that home run pass as much as he does. Um, He still has Sammy Watkins. He still has Shady McCoy, and he's still got Travis Kelsey. But he he now loses Tyreek Hill for a large portion of the season. And that's going to put a lot more pressure on Watkins. It's going to put more pressure on the other receivers. And he I don't think there's going to be as much big plays in Kansas City anymore because of Tyreek Hill. They lose that speed threat that Tyreek Hill always poses. So now they're going to look to Sammy Watkins, which looks like he's up for the task because they still put up a lot of points. But it's going to be interesting to see how the Chiefs evolve into a team without Tyreek Hill for uh, looks like about half the season if he's able to return. So, But I, I still think they're going to be fine. Shady McCoy still looks good, and I think he's a great addition to that team. Yeah, the Chiefs are going to be good. Uh, that defense worries me because and – and I know I just gave Gardner Minshew all that praise, but they let a rookie quarterback who wasn't prepared to play come in and throw – for almost 300 yards, only three incompletions, and two touchdowns, that defense is going to be a big problem for Kansas City. And I know they can outscore a lot of play or a lot of teams, but now without Tyreek, it's not going to be as much. That defense is going to be a problem for Kansas City moving forward, for sure. Um, let's go Titans at Browns. The Titans won 43 to 13. The Browns lost by 30 points. Now, this team is way overhyped, and I'm part of that problem. I know I am. I picked them to I, – I said they're Super Bowl contenders. I said that they're going to be one of the better teams in the AFC. I still think they're going to be good, but I think the one thing we learned from this game is that Cleveland won't be in the Super Bowl this year. And I, I just don't I, – the, the rookie head coach is really the big issue in my in my mind. They couldn't get the running game going. Baker needs to settle down. And I and this all and and the players just they need to grow up like, and that sounds a little harsh, but they they're all very young guys. I think they all came in way too confident. It's Cleveland. They don't necessarily know how to handle, uh, what's the word? I'm uh, expectations. I guess. Uh, I don't know. And maybe I'm being too harsh on that. But the Cle- I think Cleveland's gonna be fine. They're going to win games based on talent alone. I think they're going to be right around that eight and eight. They could go around ten and six. They could be even better. Maybe maybe they evolve into one of the better teams that we think they're going to be towards the end of the season. Who knows? But they're it's not like they're they're not going to go zero and sixteen. They're not Cleveland from two years ago. They're going to be okay. They're just young, and I think again that coaching staff needs to sit them all down, tell them to grow up, and tell them to settle down. Don't go in confident. You can't just show up to a stadium. And win. You actually have to go in, compete, and win, and earn a win. So Cleveland will be okay, maybe. <laughs> Depend. I don't know. That coaching staff worries me. Uh, the Titans, however, I, Mike Vrabel. Whenever his back is against the wall, he really motivates those players, and he he gets those team. He gets he gets results when he really really wants to. Um, and I think 
I, I think the Titans are good. And and now that division is a, kind of open um, with Houston. Houston still has their downfalls. Houston's good. I think Houston's going to win the division. Um, they're, I think they were the better team on Monday night, and I'll get to that. But I, the, with, with the Colts losing luck, I think they're still okay. And now the Jaguars losing falls for the majority of the season. I think they're still okay. This whole division is kind of wide open. And if Tennessee and if uh, uh, Mariota can play like they did on Sunday, Tennessee can really compete for that top spot in the AFC South. It, it'll be interesting. But I, I like their defense. Derrick Henry is a monster. I think I think Tennessee could really be a force to reckon with. We'll see what happens. Uh, then we... <laughs> Oh man, the Ravens beat the Dolphins 59 to 10. I'm not going to talk too much. Okay. The Dolphins are tanking. And that's so I'm not even going to touch on them. They're tanking. They're tanking. The Ravens, however, again, they were playing against the I don't I don't want to over I just overreacted so much on Connor's podcast. I don't want but Lamar looked really good and Lamar barely was running in this game. I don't know how uh, I'll look at how much he actually ran, but like a lot of the big passes that I saw, a lot of the passes that I saw from Lamar Jackson was in the pocket. And he was standing in the pocket. He was not looking to run. He was looking for his receivers. He was looking at his first, second, and third option. And he he had he, Lamar only ran three times for six yards. When Lamar and he was hitting his passes. That's what I was trying to so he's hitting his pat like that those deep passes to Hollywood Brown were on the money. And they were good throws. He was throwing better than Carson Wentz was. And once Lamar starts running a little more, he's going to be dangerous if he can continue to throw this well. It's going to be very interesting. I I think this Baltimore this Baltimore offense is going to be good. Mark Ingram looked very, very good with them too. And the receiving, you know, Sneed and Marquise Brown are going to be good. I like Hayden Hurst. Um and Mark Andrews is always that wild card. I think they have a good enough receiving core. They got that speed, which really lends themselves to that offense. The Baltimore offense is going to be really good. And I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm still not sure on that defense. The tanking Miami still scored ten, <laughs> so I don't know. I'm still not high on the defense like I have like I haven't been <laughs> all season. So. Or all off season, I should say. I they're not as good as last year, so we'll see where that defense takes them. I I want to see Baltimore against the legit team, um, and they're playing the Cardinals next week. I expect them to win, but it's not going to be fifty nine to ten. I think it's going to be a lot more competitive, but I think it's going to be more of a test than this was. But even after that game. I still want to see them against a, a better team than, and no disrespect to Arizona, but you're still a very young team with a rookie quarterback who struggled a lot. Um, Minnesota Vikings beat the Falcons 28 to 12. I, the Falcons window is closed in my opinion. And that was, I think that was Connor's overreaction, but I legitimately think, I don't think the Falcons are making it to the Super Bowl anytime soon. I don't think they're contenders. Um, I think, Matt Ryan hasn't looked good since that Super Bowl loss. That defense was all hurt last year. Now they're back, but they none of them came back 100%. They're not the players they were when they got hurt. Um, and that running, the running game, they only got 73 yards. Matt Ryan was their second leading rusher with 24 yards. Devonta Freeman only had 19. 
and I, I don't know. I, I'm not high in this Falcons team. I don't think they're going to be very good this year. On the other side, though, you got Dalvin Cook, who came back looking like he was the same guy that he was when he got hurt. Uh, 111 yards, two touchdowns. Dalvin Cook looked really good. I'm really, I, I'm scared because I'm a Packers fan. We got to face him this week, but I think he looks really good. Kirk Cousins, he only threw 10 passes. That's that's ridiculous. Uh, the one touchdown he got sacked once. I look. I, we're gonna have to see. I, I I'm not high in high on Atlanta, so I I want to see. I think it's gonna be a very interesting game this this week. If we can shut down Delvin Cook, um, and make Kirk Cousins throw, I think that defense can really hold them less than 28 points for sure. And that hopefully that Packers defense gets going. We'll see. I but I think that Minnesota defense is also really good. So I'm. Again, I'm re- and it's going to be a lot of that with this week and the next couple of weeks. I'm reserving judgment on a lot of these teams because it is week one. Uh, Buffalo Bills, New York Jets. That Jets need to figure something out with their coaching staff. Uh, they lost 16 to 17, I believe. They had a 16-0 lead go <laughs> in the third quarter. Uh, I don't or 16-3 at least going into the fourth quarter. And and this is no knock to Buffalo, but New York should have won this game. Uh, Sam Darnold is a lot better than 28 for 41 with only 175 yards. Le'Veon Bell is a lot better than only 60 yards on 17 carries. And and Bell looked really good in the receiving game too. Like he the, that touchdown catch and that two point conversion catch. He looked like Randy Moss out there. But this Jets team is way better. And that defense, CJ Mosley. I know I've been raving about the Jets defense too. They're, they're better than that. And and honestly, the Jets' defense, I think they did what they needed to do, only holding them to 17. The, the, the Jets' offense should score more than 16. There's something with that uh, with that coaching staff. I think they need to figure something out on offense. They really do. They need to. I think they just need to incorporate it Bell more. And Bell carried 17, and he caught six. But I, I don't know. Maybe create more opportunities, maybe more screen plays, even if they're a wide receiver screen for Bell give him more opportunities to make plays. I'm not sure what it is. Or just get the ball into Robbie Anderson's hand more. Only three catches. Um, Quincy Enwa only had one catch. I Crowder had 14. Now, I like Crowder. Crowder's really good. But I think they need to they need to spread the ball a little more and get the ball into Enwa and and Anderson's hands too. And Le'Veon Bell make it and have him play. Have him touch the ball a lot more and make good plays. But on the other side, Buffalo looks really good. I I like what Josh Allen does. Um he he's he, he I think he is the future of the Buffalo Bills. I think he is the guy. He fits the city, he fits the team, and he he played really well. He had those two interceptions and that one of them was a pick. So he does need to clean that kind of stuff up, but other than that, he he wins games for them. And they're not always, and it's it, it's a very Bills Mafia way. It's not always pretty. Very rarely is pretty, but he runs, he throws those big deep passes, and he he gets the job done. He does what he needs to do sometimes. So, I I really like what Buffalo is doing. I I I like where both of these teams are going. Both of these teams have the feeling that New England is coming, even if it might be not might not be for another few years. New England is eventually going to fall off. I, and I, both of these teams are preparing for that, building their teams up now, 
and they're both ready to take over this division. So it's it, I, I really like what both of these teams have been doing. I like the directions that they're going. Um, Eagles beat the Redskins 32-27. to This was a really good game, um, but the Eagles um, greatly underperformed. I think 32 is probably right around where that offense should be. It didn't get going until the second quarter, but they their defense hold, uh, allowing Case Keenum and that and that uh, <laughs> Case Keenum and that Washington offense to score twenty seven points. That roster, and I've said it before, the, this this Eagles roster, top to bottom, is probably one of the best rosters in the league, and they I, they need to perform better, especially on defense. They uh, twenty seven from Washington. Again, no knock to Washington. Case Keenum is obviously a decent starter in this league. But they they should have held Washington to less than 27. The, that defense needs to step up. And uh, Carson Wentz needs to figure out how to play a full game. He can't just play three quarters. Uh, he needs to come in, start hot. Because if he, if you go to 13-0, I think it was, or it might have even been 17-0, you, can't, you just can't do that against other teams. And other teams might make that 21-0. You know, the Carson Wentz needs to start hot and stay hot through the whole game. He can't start hot and then get cold in the fourth quarter. He can't start cold and get hot in the second half. He's got to play a full game. So once that starts happening, I, I think he'll be okay. And I, I think this the Seagulls team is going to be good. I think they're, they could possibly win the division. I think the Cowboys are going to give them a run for their money. But whoever doesn't, they're going to get the wild card. These two teams are going to be very good this year. And Washington, like I said, Case Keenum, solid starting quarterback. No interceptions on 44 passes. That's really good. They need to get that running game going, though. And maybe that was Philly's defense. Maybe their run defense is better than their pass defense. But Geis, I know, and I know, I, now that I think about it, Case Case Keenum, did. there were a couple passes that should have been interception, too. But they need to get Geis going. Darius Geis, uh, they really, he was supposed to be something special. I don't know if maybe he hasn't re- fully recovered or maybe he's just not the same player from coming back from his injury, but they need to get him going for sure. Only 18 yards on 10 carries. That is not, that's just not acceptable to get that, a guy of his talent. The, 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 he needs to get more than that. So they need to figure, they need to get that running game going for sure uh, if they want to succeed for the rest of the season. Uh, the Rams beat the Panthers. 30 to 27. <sighs> um man, Cam Newton, I I'm I I really don't I just don't think Cam Newton It's hard because he's super talented and he's big and he's athletic, but his his throwing is just inconsistent. And I just it it's hard to say, but I think Carolina needs to start maybe thinking about moving on. Because he, he is just not working. And I think their their one chance at the Super Bowl was when they were in the Super Bowl and lost to Denver. I don't know. I, but I, I will say with Christian McCaffrey, if he continues to do stuff like that, they're gonna be they're gonna be fine. <laughs> you know? The, the, I, and if Cam has a better game, they probably they win this because kept, Christian McCaffrey went off for 128 points and he had 10 catches for 81 yards. This dude, this dude tried to will them to a win by himself, and so you can't fault McCaffrey for that loss. Just the Rams are good. Gurley put up 97 yards on the ground. Goff threw. Goff didn't have a great day. Only 186 yards, touchdown, interception. 
man, I just, I, I don't know. It's that Rams defense. They're better than I thought they were going to be, but that offense is in trouble a little bit, in my opinion. Um, I know Malcolm Brown got two of the, got the two touchdowns. I don't know. Hard, hard to say on these two teams. I don't think LA is going to be as good as they were last year. Um, and I think Carolina, I, after this season, I'll say this, after this season, Carolina needs to reevaluate the quarterback situation if they don't make the playoffs. If they don't make the playoffs over the Falcons, or at least make it like a wild card or something, I although the wild card is going to be tough. Wild card, in my opinion, is going to be like, you know, either Bears or Vikings or Bears or Vikings and then like, or Packers, one of those three teams or all three of them. And then you add in whoever doesn't win between Philly and Dallas. Like those, those are your wild card teams, in my opinion. Um, but man, I really, I, Carolina, if they don't make a wild card, because I think the Saints have this division on lock, I, I, I would start thinking about the future of that quarterback position for sure. Um, let. Let's see what's the next game. We have Colts Chargers. All right, I'll start. Uh, all right, Chargers are Chargers are good. The Chargers, they're they're still good. Um, I think. I don't think they need Melvin Gordon. I I think Eckler can still be that guy for them, and he obviously is a pass catcher, and he can still he can run the ball. And I think with that two headed monster of Eckler and Jackson, I think they're fine without Melvin Gordon. I honestly am on their side. I don't think they should pay him that much because they don't need him. I I really think that. I think paying him would be a mistake because that's money that could go to other positions. So honestly, I think if you're Gordon, try to get out of there. Or you're just gonna have to levy on Bellet, sit this season out, and wait for next year. I guess I'm not sure, but Philip Rivers still looks good. And yeah, this Chargers team is still gonna be good. That defense looks really good. I'm excited for this Chargers team. Again, don't know if they can. They might actually be able to take this division this year because of that Kansas City defense. Chargers, look out for the Chargers. They could. Oh man, they could end up with a bye this year. I honestly think that. I honestly think they could end up in the one or two seed. If not, they're gonna. I think they'll win the division. We'll see. I don't know that can't, that Kansas City defense worries me. And now they don't have Tyreek Hill. Watch out for the Chargers. On the other side, though, Colts fans, just relax. I, you guys are gonna be good. You'll be fine. I, like I said, every team in that AFC South is going to be in contention to win the division. I really think that Jacoby Brissett, twenty-one of twenty-seven, two touchdowns, no interceptions. He was good. He was good for you guys. He forced overtime in Marlon Mack. Holy crap. 25 carries for 174 yards. This dude balls out. He's amazing. I think this Colts team is going to be fine. That defense, Darius Leonard got banged up, but he came right back in. I think that defense is good. I think the offense is good with T.Y. You still have T.Y. Hilton. You still have Eric Ebron. You still have Devin Funches. I think Funches is injured. But still, I I, I like this team. I, I still think the Colts are fine. You guys forced overtime. You're going to be fine. You didn't even get to touch the ball. You didn't get to try. Trust me, as a Packers fan, I understand that. It's happened to us multiple times. You're going to be okay. I think the Colts are going to be fine this year. I don't think there's. I don't think people should overreact on the Colts. I think they're still going to be good. They are one of, I'd say, two teams this year, this week that looked very good in defeat. Three teams, I'll say, actually, including this next team. Um, I'd say Colts, Texans, and Bengals. 
looked good in defeat. Uh, so, yeah, let's talk about the Bengals. Bengals went to Seattle, lost 20-21. to Andy Dalton threw for 418 yards. Now, I don't think this is going to be an everything week. I or an every week thing. I think this was very much an outlier for Andy Dalton, but he threw 418 and two touchdowns. I I can't even like but that's not going to happen. That that's just not going to happen every week because if you're only going to rush 34 yards, that's just not going to happen. They're going to start playing the pass. And Dalton's just not that guy, I don't think. I think it's just Seattle's defense. I think I was right about Seattle's defense, and they're not as good as they were. They, they're they in a post-Chancellor and Earl Tom. They're in a post-Legion of Boom world right now, and they need to figure it out. Their pass rush is amazing. Their linebacking core, probably the best in the league. But they need to figure out something in that secondary because Dalton just torched you for 418. So, I don't know. And the... And, uh, the Bengals' defense didn't look that bad either. That's the thing. Holding Seattle to 21, they only rushed for 72 yards. People were really high on Chris Carson. I don't think Chris Carson's the guy, but he people were really high on him. He only rushed for 46 yards. So, I don't know. I, I like Seattle, in de- or I like Cincinnati in defeat. Seattle looks good. Seattle will vie for that division, I think. Um, it's... It'll be Seattle and L.A. I think L.A. fell off enough where Seattle's going to be able to compete. Um, 49ers and Cardinals have a chance, but I don't think I think it's going to be Rams or Seahawks for sure. Cowboys beat the Giants 35 to 17. Not much that I have to say about this game. Dak looked good, but that's because Zeke looked good. And I will always say that until Dak proves me wrong. Uh you know, he's making the throws. I And it's not like, I don't think he's a crap quarter. It's not like I'm saying I could go out there and do what Dak does. He's making throws, and he is a decent football player, but I think he's tier three at best, honestly, because you take away Dak, or you take away Zeke from that team, and I, Dak's not that same quarterback. I, I really think that. Um, but they have a really good receiving core with Gallup, uh, Cooper, and Cobb. Adding Jason Witten in that. Great offensive line. That team's going to be good. Really good defense. Cowboys are good this year. I really think the Cowboys actually, as much as it pains me, they're a Super Bowl contender this year. I really think that. Uh, Giants, start Daniel Jones. That's the only thing I can say. I think the team would be better if they have Daniel Jones playing at quarterback. And that's, that's my honest opinion. I like Daniel Jones. I don't think they should have taken him. I think they should have took maybe someone else. But... I think Daniel Jones is going to be a better quarterback than Eli Manning this year. That's just my opinion. Saquon's also a beast. Uh, Lions and Cardinals. Kyler Murray forces overtime. They trade a pair of field goals in overtime, and they tie for the second week in a row, or for the second year in a row. There's been a tie week one in the NFL. Kyler, there was two different Kylers in that game. It was it was first half and second half for sure. I, I think Kyler's going to be fine. I think he's going to be a good quarterback. He'll probably win rookie of the year this year, unless Gardner Minshew takes it. But all jokes aside, Kyler's, I think he's going to win rookie of the year. He looked fine. That one interception that he had, he should have thrown away, and I think he'll learn that. He will definitely learn that uh, as the season goes on. So he'll he'll limit those mistakes. He'll probably run, I think, more. I think he needs to use that uh, his ability. He only r- ran for three like three times for 13 yards. I think he'll be okay. I think he'll use his legs a little more. He 
he's just kind of settling in and he's kind of figuring everything out. And I think he will. He's a smart kid. I think I, I think Kyler's going to be for this being his first game. He threw 54 passes, completed 29 of them for 300 yards. Yeah, I think this kid's going to be fine. He they I think they have something special with Kingsbury and uh, Murray in Arizona. And that defense looks really good, too. I, I You know, Detroit scored. I shouldn't say really good. They look good. That that pass rush is decent. Um, and then you look over at Detroit. Matthew Stafford is still Matthew Stafford, but his team just does not help him. Um, his leading receiver is the rookie tight end, TJ Hawkinson, who I'm really big on. I think he could po- possibly be in the uh, rookie of the year talk. I think he's a really good guy. Um, but I, I don't know, something something with the Lions. They just can't figure it out. I don't know what it is. They have good receivers. They have a good quarterback. They have a good running game with with a you know carry on Johnson and CJ Anderson. It's a decent running game. You have Danny Amendola, Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, TJ Hawkinson, Jesse James also at tight end. You have and uh carry on Johnson's a great receiving back. They have these weapons and they have a decent defense. I just don't know what it is about Detroit. I really don't. I wasn't impressed by this roster going into the end of the season, but after that game, I, I am a little more impressed with the offense at least. I just don't know what it is. I really don't know what it is in Detroit. They just can't figure it out, even with this coaching change. change. They just have not been able to figure anything out. Um, I believe it was the last game before Sunday night football. We had Yeah, we have the... 49ers beating the Buccaneers 31 to 17. Man, the Buccaneers did not look good in this game. I mean, Winston with three interceptions. The, the, the 49ers only had two interceptions all last year, and they picked off Winston three times in week one. They already have more interceptions this year than they did last year. I just like Winston, man. I don't think Bruce Arians is going to be able to fix him. They need to move on from Winston for sure. For sure. 20 passes, only 194 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. Garoppolo, on the other hand, looked better than, you know, we we all know he did not look great in the preseason. Um, he's still not looking like what he looked like last year. I don't know, man. I I think, I'm not sure what it is. Maybe he's not 100% after. Maybe he's not coming back the same guy after that injury from last year, but I don't know. I, I think he'll be okay. I think he'll figure everything out. They have a Decent. Uh, Tevin Coleman's out now, I believe, but with Breda and, and uh, Mozart there, I think they're fine for the running game. Uh, I don't know, but receiving wise, I think they're all. They, I think they're also fine. Marquise Goodwin, um, Debo Samuel, Talvin uh, Talvin Coleman, who is injured, but the good receiving back when he comes back. George Kittle's an amazing tight end. He's honestly top five in the league right now. George Kittle. Um, so I think they'll be okay on offense, but that defense looked good. I, and everyone was talking about how San Francisco upped that defense, and I think you can really see it. I obviously with those three interceptions, I, I I'm liking what San Francisco did. I just don't know if it's enough to compete with Seattle and LA. Uh, and then we move on to the Sunday night football game: the Steelers losing to the Patriots, oh, 33 to three. Tom Brady is now, I believe, five and zero. 6-0 at home against the Steelers. It was rough. It was rough for Pittsburgh. Um, that, that picture of Big Ben explains it all. And, yeah, New England's good. I think Tom Brady told this story about how in the in the offseason, 
he couldn't get his offense going and he was worried about it and he couldn't figure out why. And then they started playing other teams and the offense was getting first downs and he finally figured out it's because of that defense and the defensive scheme. And he's really, Tom Brady is really excited for this defense and I can't blame him because it looked really, really good. Only holding the Steelers to three points. I, yeah. And, and of course Brady and that offense, as much as we knock them and as much as I knock them, it works. They do what they need to do, and Josh McDaniels knows what he needs to do, and it works. They throw those little dink and dunk slant routes and every those screen passes and those out routes, and they should they throw those short things, and then every once in a while, boom, they'll hit you with a deep pass. It works. I can't knock them anymore. I'm turn I'm not I still don't like the Patriots. I don't want them to be good, but I'm giving in. They're winning the Super Bowl this year. Every year I talk about how they're falling off. There's miscommunications. Brady's getting too old. The roster isn't impressed. No, I this year I'm giving in. Brady is still good. He threw three touchdowns. That running game is a great committee. Burkhead, White, Michelle. That it's a great committee running back there. And that wide receiving core, Dorsett, Edelman, Gordon. And then the running backs. And eventually. Pending this allegation thing, I just don't want to talk about it. But Antonio Brown eventually, and that again, that defense looks really good. Uh, the Patriots are going to be good this year. I don't think they'll go sixteen and zero. Especially, I mean, even if they go undefeated, once they clinch that home field, Brady's out. Brady's going to sit until they get home, or until they get to the playoffs. They don't want to risk that, um, and they'll sit other people. But man, I I don't know. I, the Patriots team's going to be good. And then you look at the Steelers. They need to figure something out with the wide receiving core. Smith-Schuster, I don't think, can be a number one guy. Uh, and that might be one of my week one overreactions, but I I just don't know if he can be. He still put up decent numbers, but we're this is the season where we're going to find out if he can be that number one guy, if he can handle the attention that he wasn't getting last year because of Antonio Brown being there. Um, but they don't really have a number two guy. James Washington, Ryan Switzer, Dante Moncrief. I don't know who that next guy is going to be. I really don't. So they need to figure that out. Running-wise, James Conner only had 21 yards, and Big Ben just did not look good. I think Big Ben's coming to the end of his career. So I, I don't know. Steelers are not – I don't think they're going to be in division contention this year. I think it's going to be Cleveland or Baltimore. Most likely, if I had to pick right now, Baltimore. Uh, all right, Monday night games. <sighs> All right, I have a big hot take on this game. Houston, oh, a couple big takes, I guess. Houston at Saints. Saints won, winning with a last-second field goal to win 30-28. to 28. Texans were the better team in this game. Uh, like, full-on, they were just the better team in this game. Deshaun Watson, 20 of 30 with 268, three touchdowns. The one pick, he looked really good. Um, but he got sacked six times. That offensive line is worrying. The only glimmer of hope is that they have Laramie Tunsil on there but the rest of that line is not good uh but I like their I like the running backs with Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson I think they'll they they did fine they're 83 and 57 yards I like the I, Houston's gonna be good I think Houston is the favorite in that division I think that division up is up for grabs but I think they are the favorite for sure um and then you look at New Orleans I think they're still the favorite in their division but Breeze did not look like Breeze. His arm strength looks like it's starting to go. 
And without that, he's not going to be able to fit things into, and his accuracy seems a little down. Again, this could just be week one. Maybe in next year or next week, he'll come out and blaze us for 500 yards. Um, but he just he didn't look like himself. And I don't know. And maybe he's starting to age. Maybe maybe Father Time's just starting to hit him. I'm not sure. But Kamara's still fine. Latavius Murray was a great pickup for them. Uh, their receiving core is still great. I loved the Jared Cook addition. I think New Orleans is still going to be good. Houston was just the better team in this game, even though they lost. Drew Brees, clutch. He's always going to have that gene in him, I think. But Houston was the better team in this one. But no no reason to panic for sure against uh, for New Orleans. I mean, you guys, they, they won. So no reason to panic for sure. And the last game, Denver losing to the Raiders 24-16. to Flacco didn't look good in this game. I and I I heard someone else have this take that I maybe maybe John Harbaugh's a good quarterback coach. <laughs> like he's got Lamar doing this thing now and Flacco won a Super Bowl with them and Flacco did not look good here. And again, you know, maybe it's father time hitting Flacco too. I 10 10 incompletions, 268. No interceptions, but he just, I don't know, he did he just didn't look, he didn't pass the eye test, really. He did not look sharp at all. Um, and that running game, Royce Freeman and Philip Lindsley, I really think Lindsley is more of a second guy, and I don't think Royce Freeman is that number one guy. They, I think they need to, I think they need to address that running back situation in the offseason. Um, that defense still looks decent but it's not it's definitely not what it used to be like and i don't know if oakland is just better than we all thought they were going to be which i think they are but i don't know if denver's defense isn't good or if oakland's offense is just that good again we'll have to see but uh Derek carr looked good 22 26 259 no sacks no interceptions great game from him and josh jacobs 20 or uh 85 yards and two touchdowns I like Josh Jacobs. I picked him up in a few fantasy teams. He, I think he's gonna, he's the running back of the future. I really think that he'll be there for a while and he'll, he'll, he'll be good for them. Um, but yeah, they just look good. And I, and I, I honestly don't know what it was about Oakland, but they looked good. They're going to be a competent team this year. I don't think they're going to flop or do, uh, you know, they're not going to be bad like everyone else says they are. So I'm actually, I'm, I'm very impressed with Oakland. I'm not sure where it came from. I think it was that running game and that defense looked really good. But, yeah, Oakland looked good. Denver, you got some questions to answer. Um, I think in a few games you might start to think, is Flacco the guy? Should we hand the ball over to Drew Locke? Not sure. Um, I think they need to address that running situation. I wouldn't be surprised. I think Denver could be – Denver should maybe look at trading for Melvin Gordon. I think that could be a viable option for Denver – um, and then looking maybe at uh, Drew Locke, the quarterback that they drafted this year. So I don't know. I'm like I said, great, great weekend of football. Can't wait for Thursday, Tampa, Carolina. Um, Carolina should run away with it. Um, but then this Sunday's we got we got more great football coming up. I absolutely Lamar Jackson versus Kyler Murray. Can't wait for that. That game's gonna be on red zone a lot, I think. Um, I just, I absolutely can't wait. I'm really, really excited for this, for this season. I think this season is going to be really good. So that's all I got. Um, if you want to hear me talk about the Antonio Brown situation, the, there's a reason I'm not talking about it on this one. I don't really want to because he, 
yeah, because of the situation. But I did talk about it. If you listen to Connor's podcast, Sports and More, when he drops it, he's dropping it Wednesday morning. Um, so when you listen to that, that we open the show with that. Go ahead and listen to that. Um, we also talk about overreactions for every game. Very fun topic to talk about. Very wild takes by both of us. So uh, give that a listen. A um, little, little more wild than what I just did here. Um, but yeah, definitely give that a listen tomorrow or Wednesday. When, whenever you listen to this, it'll, it should be up. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I got. Uh, there's, I'll, I'll record an episode Thursday or Friday this week. I'm not sure. You know what? Let's talk about, (laughs) we're going to, I'm going to do something that I probably, I don't know if I'm going to do it that often. Maybe I will actually, this actually might work. Um, I'm going to talk about the Thursday night game. Let's talk about Carolina uh, and I'll do my prediction for that just in case I don't record, um, come, come Thursday night. I want to get that out now you know uh and that might work more with my schedules but you guys don't need to know that uh so yeah tampa at at carolina i think carolina's got this i think as much as cam newton is a little inconsistent i don't like that buccaneers defense christian McCaffrey's gonna put up the same numbers i think again maybe even more because i don't again i don't think tampa bay's defense is is LA's so uh, I really think McCaffrey's gonna have a great game Newton should have a good game that defense should have a lot of fun against Jameis Winston who knows Winston might look a little better in this game um and I and it's a it's it's a divisional game so it'll probably be close I'm gonna go something along the lines of 28 hmm 28 to 17, 28 to 20, somewhere around there. 21, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go with that. It, it'll be somewhat close, but I think Carolina's got this. It'll be close. I think Tampa will score at the end of the game to make it a closer game. Um, yeah. I guess that's that's my preview for that. So, yeah, that is first round review. Jeez. First round review. That is three count. I'm tired. It's late. That was first round KO. That was week one of the NFL. Thank you all for listening. Check out all of the Twitter links in the description below. Those are all of our podcasts on First Round KO. There's something for everyone. We have a we have a movie, TV show, video game podcast. We have a music podcast that's going to start very soon. Um, and there's another sports podcast with Connor. Um, that's going to be, you know, it's going to be me and him kind of tag team in the sports thing. Um, and I have a wrestling podcast as well, Three Count Review. Check out all those shows. They're all very good. <laughs> I and that's not just me saying that. I'm very proud of what my friends are doing and what what we're accomplishing. I'm I, I really like what we're doing. So please give the uh, support us, support first run KO. Go go check all those. Uh, links are in the description here and they're also in the bio of the Twitter page at FRKO Podcast. So thank you all for listening. And I will see you later in this week to talk about week two of the NFL. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Got me drowning in indecisions. Genie and full of wishes still can't help with the disposition of just a young college kid with all the privilege. Stress beyond belief, so catch us going through the villages. Keep an image of Priscilla with the J. Dilla Dilla. Need another dollar, dollar in Manila. So vanilla with a swirl, let the blade run. Tongue dripping.
lips sliced down the middle of our nation heebie-jeebies we already had this conversation kept me busy since day one accusations pockets gained a little weight like my ex bitch still the only bricks that i've been stacking been in tetris never measure up because we've been on a different metric and i don't give a fuck about who the next i fill the is. hole in my soul with palace and preen logos acid wash jeans the vans and the ralph polo burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa i just want to jump from the top and fly solo fill the hole in my soul with palace and preen logos acid wash jeans the vans and the ralph polo burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa i just want to jump from the top and fly solo